What's going on guys? My name is CJ and this is Rob and we are the His and His Show. I'm going to welcome you guys to another episode. Thanks for tuning in. If you haven't already, go ahead and do all those things that everybody else tells you to do. You know, hit that one button and then subscribe to something else and whatever, whatever. But again, we are the His and His Show and we are here. So what's up? How you doing? I'm fine. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I can't complain. Friday night. You know. Got a little chill vibe going on here. How was your week? It's alright. I think Christmas is in the middle of the week, so it's a bit weird. Um, I mean, I'm working this week. I'm working next week, so it's a bit strange. Yeah. Especially with the following on the Wednesday, so it kind of just broke up the dynamic of like, uh, hump day, go to work, because like you got the day off and then you had to go back to work like Thursday and Friday. Uh, like, yeah. yeah, it was just awkward. And then you have the same thing all again next week. It's like, how are we giving you these days off? It's like, <laughs> that's the thing with like the, the, the Christmas and New Year's like holiday, like back to back, like yeah. that week apart of get this day off, come back. So what do you want to talk about? Let's talk about a couple of things we can talk about. Um, how do you, personally, how do you find balance in a world of crazy? <laughs> uh, I don't. I don't think I'm. Uh, qualified to answer that question? I don't think I have managed to find out. So after having a long day of work and just where like one of those days of anything that can go wrong, it does go wrong. What do you tend to do? Get drunk. <laughs> <laughs> so you just be like, let me throw one, let me throw a few back and then like a half a bottle over it. Like, I mean... That's why I said I don't think I'm qualified to answer that question. Like, okay. I, but is that your guess, go-to? Is that the only thing you do? Or, uh, well, I know what I should do. I okay. should go work out. Okay. But a bottle of whiskey is so much closer than the gym. <laughs> That's probably going to make me feel better faster. Um, so, I mean, unfortunately, that's what I typically end up doing. Having a drink for five. I can understand that. Um, I'm not knocking it. I'm just, uh, it was just me asking, you know, what you do did. you do? <laughs> you like, I don't care if I, you don't care if you did. I, I, that's fine. I don't care, yeah. Um, or proof or not needed, nor desired, not, not desired, nor required? No. 
No. That, 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 I that, don't need approval from that. That's what I just said. <laughs> like, like, that was too much. Approval, not the desired or required. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. I can get that. I mean, do you find balance with anything? I I find ways to cope. Like, I mean, the way that I I can try to deal with it is just knowing what brings me relief, and sometimes that's taking a shower. Sometimes it's just taking time by myself. And that's why like I say like a shower because it does it provides so many things at one time. It gives you time by yourself. It gives you time to think, it gives you time to reflect. It literally can cool you down. Like it can or it can warm you up like on a cold day. Like but but it just it that's that's my thing. Like that's one of them. I mean the other being me being a writer, like I just I find that when I pick up a pencil or a pen or whatever and I just start writing it, it helps me to kind of, I guess, like put shit in perspective and just say, hey. But it helps me to kind of like to, to deal with the BS of a crazy world. <laughs> in addition to drinking whiskey, whiskey is always the easier option. Coyster Gems win also. Um, drawing, singing, all these things. I mean, but it's like it's just it's well for people who are not necessarily artistic, artistically inclined, right, right. Um, that might not necessarily be an outlet. But that's what I'm saying. Like, like um, that's why I name like the the showering and the just like knowing what it is that that makes you feel relief or what is it that brings you back to your level point when you aren't feeling your best. Yeah. I mean, I think it's also different because, I mean, I have a much higher threshold for maybe the run-of-the-mill crazy. Um, I can, I'm, I'm generally even keel. Um, yeah. So the things that make me drink a half a bottle of whiskey on a, a Tuesday might be more extreme than the average fare, so to speak, right? It's not because somebody's, it's not because my commute was irritating, it's not because maybe microaggressions, it's not because of one or two isolated kind of occasions in my day that'll make me feel like I'm going crazy. It'll be um, kind of compounding issues that on that specific day yeah, kind of like stack on stacks on stacks of like things kind of float over to a certain yeah. extent. So, um, I also think understanding the different thresholds of what will drive a person crazy um, will also determine the type of coping me- mechanism that they need. Yeah. Like if I'm just pissed, fine. I, can, I mean, you can smoke a cigarette. Yeah, you, you can, can have to take a shower. Like, you can I mean, do whatever. Like, like, yeah. But if you feel like you might kill somebody, want to shoot somebody in the face. Um. You might. Need I don't think no something. shower with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. probably not. Because um, you're gonna get your. That's gonna be the quickest shower you ever took in your life. And you're gonna find yourself taking showers that you don't want to be taking all the damn time because of your your, your actions that you made. You're gonna have really good skin. <laughs> I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> I'm talking about 
fuck about you find yourself, you know, clinked up or whatever because you know, oh, you did just kill somebody. Yeah, like, nah. You got like showers you don't want to take. I was like, how many showers you think somebody's gonna take in a day? Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> not like trying. I'm getting the dirt off of me. No, I'm just like, okay. Yeah, I mean, shoes with no laces and that type of thing. But uh, <laughs> I mean, I think. Society doesn't allow people to balance easily. Um, there's expectations that you need to be everything for everybody. Yeah. All the time. Um, which I think for a lot of people, it's not realistic. Um, yeah, I mean, we, in the, in the, if we don't typically... Oh, uh, I mean, and typically, we don't live very natural lifestyles. Right? Like, how much sun do you get in a day? How much are you outside? How much um, do you actually that's a good point. interact with people that's not in a very transactional way, right? Like, a lot of people have jobs to where you're doing something only, somebody. No, 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 I mean, but that's your primary function, yeah. right? Like, the only time people talk to you at work is when they're when asking they you to yeah. do something yeah. for you, right? So, if you... Put all these things together, and then, like, if that's your job, and then you go home and you have kids, right? And or you have a spouse, right? So it's damn near the time that you wake up in the morning to the time that you go to bed. People are needing something of you. Always. Something yeah, emotional, yeah, yeah. something physical. So, I mean, can you make copies? Can you do whatever? Um, and that is not a very healthy way to live, right? And you, and somehow you're supposed to be that person, but in a very sage like a way find balance and I think it's ridiculous. Yeah. Like that the expectation for that is ridiculous. I think it should be expected that you're a fucking asshole all the time. <laughs> right? I feel like that should be the expectation with that the lives that we That should be the expectation lead. and then like the, the, the that that the exception is that people are like, gonna walk around with a right. smile. Exactly. Uh, but the the norm should be, you know what, I ain't got time for it. <laughs> Because of what you how, have to do. How but. much, I mean, like walking down, like if that's your life, walking down the street and somebody asking you like to change or whatever, it's just like, fine. Like you might need, but like can people just stop asking me for shit? Like, yeah. Seriously. Like, and I have days like that all the like, can you just stop asking me for shit, please? Like, can you do something yourself? Can you like get the fuck out of my way on the BTS? <laughs> uh, just, I mean, I mean, today wasn't one of those kind of days, luckily. But yeah. I'm just reflecting on, like, the whole concept of balance in me. I think is ridiculous. Yeah. Unless you're a fucking gymnast or something. I mean, yeah, you can like physically balance yourself, but like <laughs> physically emotionally balancing. Yeah. I think it's no. Unless you live a completely selfish life, yeah. which is also not balanced. But at least you're probably happy. I, I, I don't know, I guess with that said, like, I don't think balance should be the expectation the way our lives are set up. But I do think getting close to your balance is possible. Right. Um, I haven't gotten there. I don't think I'm necessarily, I mean, just considering what my current position is, it's not going to be possible. It's not gonna be. Um... But I think when you truly are in a position to have choice with how you live your life, mm-hmm. um, 
I think you can get really close to it, right? And for a lot of us, that kind of choice comes with some level of security and or protection, which means money, right, to a certain extent. You might not need a million dollars, right? For some people, you just might need 50000 Some people, you might need 10000 Some people, you might need $10. It just right, depends right, on right. you. Um, but I think when you are in a position to have a roof over your head, to have food in your stomach for the foreseeable future while also doing something like act- daily activities that bring you joy. And the majority of your daily activities that bring you joy, like if they, if the majority of your daily activities bring you joy, then in my view, you're a lot closer to being balanced. Yeah. In your life. Yeah. Um, but that's just not always the case. And oddly enough, people that could be in a position to have that kind of choice uh, are a little bit brainwashed to think that they need to kind of be on this hamster wheel of consumption or this hamster wheel of um, collecting money or collecting things because they think that's what's actually going to make them happy. But in my view, I think when choice would make me happy. If yeah. I can choose to only do the things that I want to do, even if the things that I want to do are help people. Yeah. Right? That's, but to help them in your way. Yeah. Um, not by fucking making photocopies or phone calls or doing something else, unless that's your choice. <laughs> um, yeah, like that's, that's just like, to me, I think that's also kind of correlated to a certain extent, or at least adjacent to balance. Yeah, um, I think you made a good point with um, you know doing something that that doing things that you want to do. I mean that that's just regardless of whatever it is. Is that if if it brings joy to you and it's something that you want to do, then it's like that should automatically be a given of a coping mechanism for just I don't know, just just it's like. But you wouldn't even need one though. You said we need to need one what? Necessarily a coping mechanism because the activities that you would be doing would be bringing you joy, right? But that kind of right, but 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 that's what I'm saying. The even, yeah. But that's what I'm saying for like those of us that aren't able to just jump right in and say that okay, well, my day is spent ninety percent of doing whatever it is that I want to do. It's when you have to do so much, and before you get to that breaking point, what can you do to kind of I don't know, I guess like regroup or whatever, and it's. Hey, you bring a good point of doing things that make you genuinely happy. So, even that, even if that that's a service to someone else that didn't ask for it, that didn't need it, whether that be having a conversation with someone that you normally wouldn't have a conversation with, or I don't know, just you know, like like, like saying thank driving you. your mother to the store, right? Or something, something like yeah, like it, just, it didn't have to be yeah. anything big, but just yeah, like like just you have your options and things that you can do to to make you happy and, and if that's if those things make you happy by just being a caregiver to your grandmother yeah. or whatever or like it's then take that time to do that but recognize what's nourishing you and what's hurting you that's my thought it's I mean yeah I mean I think I don't know. I think sometimes acknowledging the kind of situation you're 
I think depending on where you are in that kind of situation. Uh, you think acknowledging can be a bad thing because it'll be like, why am I here? Why am I doing uh, this? Like, no, I, no. I mean, I, I don't necessarily think knowledge or certainly, I definitely don't think self-awareness is a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I might argue that getting certain information at certain times mm-hmm. is counterproductive. All right. Uh, what do you mean? Well, I get what so, you're no, so I mean. Give me an example. I know what you're saying, but give me an example. You're kind of like on that daily hamster where like, me included, you are. Um, and if you kind of realize, and if you have that, and it kind of, if it just dawns on you, right? And you kind of um, just kind of get this realization, like, oh shit, like I'm unhappy because of these things. But if you don't see any kind of light at the end of the tunnel, and if you don't have a way of figuring out figuring it out yourself, or talking to somebody else to help you figure it out, then I think that can be counterproductive because some people might get depressed over that and kind of dig themselves emotionally into a hole. Like if you're if if you're just like oh shit like. 90% of the shit that I do on a daily basis and how my life is set up, right, doesn't bring me joy. Yeah, and it's for doing but things for other people. Yeah, yeah. I've got kids and I've got to work this job because I ain't got a degree and I have, like, a sick relative and I have, like, all this other shit. And it's you don't see any way out of that immediately. Right. right, and that can be counterproductive in the sense that you... Unfortunately, no more kind of robotic, like living your life. You're kind of aware of all the shit that you hate doing now, and it's just like now I really don't want to do it. You know where I would challenge that at? With I, I would challenge that by just saying, where are you today versus where you were eight months ago? And eight months is a good enough time because I'm not. It's not a full year, but it's not six months. You know what I'm saying? So it's not. It's not. It's not halving it. But it's not always saying like, oh, well, where were you a year ago? Like, how are you, are you further? And because it's, it's literally a realistic expectation of if you're trying to get yourself out of a situation, if you're trying to get yourself out of something, I can't believe where I, I can't believe, not saying believe, I can't remember where I saw it at and I'll try to find it and link it somewhere like here of the statistic being that it takes you about eight months to get from a negative to a positive or whatever situation that you're going in and so it's and, and it's a subconscious thing so that's why i bring it up is that it's not that oh you did anything to change but it's just you were aware of where you were eight months ago and you said i don't want to be here and so i think it's a good measure to look back and say hmm instead of being depressed by my reality it's looking at it and saying what was that eight months ago? And if you've come farther, regardless of whatever the measure is, what if it is this big or if it's this big, if you've moved, then I don't think you have any reason to be down or hard on yourself. And and again, that that that's that's just for that percentage of people because I know there'll be some that'll be like, yeah, eight months ago I was doing way better than I am today, like. Or eight months ago, I was in the same fucking place. Right? Exactly. Like, I mean, or or I, I ain't shit moving. I mean, I, like, I, it's 
But if you ain't moved, what have you done to try to move? Like, or what haven't you done? Right? At, at some point, you got to become accountable. No, yeah, I, I completely agree, right? But I think... Um, in principle, accountability is a very wonderful thing. Right? It's a term that everybody throws around, and especially when it comes to personal responsibility for handling this shit, right? Um, but sometimes I think a lot of people who throw around the whole accountability thing, me included, um, you're in a position right, to be accountable for certain things in your life. So you're in a position, to, I'm in a position to be financially accountable for my bills, right? Um, and I also think when we talk about emotional, uh, emotional accountability, I'm not suggesting that people shouldn't be accountable for their actions and shouldn't be accountable for how they make other people feel, right? Right. especially when it's malicious, with malicious intent. I might argue that everybody is not capable of doing that. Definitely. Right? Definitely. So if we take the position of a person who feels like they're on that hamster wheel, can't see any way out, but if they also don't have the tools to kind of even accept accountability for that and to be able to do something. So you need emotional tools to be able to do that. Yeah. Just like you would need um, certain tools to be financially accountable in this world. Right? You need probably a few different things. You, in the United States, you might need a degree or um, you might need to be able to physically lift what 50 pounds right yeah you might need to be physically able to be a barista to wait tables right that is a part of your tools that you have in your toolbox that might enable you to be financially accountable for your shit yeah emotional tools that would enable you to be emotionally accountable for your shit are a lot more tricky and unfortunately for a lot of us Across all racial groups, but from my experience, since I've mostly experienced hanging out with black people in the United States, we are probably a bit um, emotionally immature to a certain extent. Um, Not all of us, clearly. You can't make that kind of generalization. But from my experience, it's... um, I don't know, like, if you have parents that always say, like, I love you, right? Or if you have two parents in your household. Like, to me, that is, like, what? No, it's not something that's common, right? And it's not something that's common that your parents actually talk to you about stuff, right? And it's not very common that they actually have emotional conversations with you. So if it's... You know how fast my heart would beat whenever my mom would say, I love you? Like, my heart would be, like, racing out my chest. Like, is she about to die? Like, like, oh what's my god, happening? What's, what's, happening? what's happening? What's happening? Yeah, she's about to give me up for adoption. Right? So I, I had something no ex- idea. What it's was... always something like crazy extreme. Always. Just with some saying something that for some people come very it comes very naturally and very simply, right? Oh, I love you. And it's a bit for some families that's just odd. It doesn't happen. And I think when you lack that type of emotional education, it's also really difficult for you by the time you reach adulthood to be emotionally accountable for shit. Yeah. Because you don't have the tools. No, exactly. To do it. 
Um, like for me, it was. I felt like I made my parents and my family feel uncomfortable when I started with the "I love you," because it was like I. It was something that I didn't get, but I didn't feel as though that because I didn't get it, they weren't worthy of it, or they weren't deserving of it. So it was like I told my mom, like I think like even before like when the shift and then whatever like changed and everything, like. I remember saying it, and it was kind of like one of those, like, she'd say, I love you too, but it was kind of like a, did I hear the right words? Like, it was kind of like, like, some words would be slurred, and be like, uh, olive juice. Olive juice too, yeah, it'd be like, olive juice, what? Like, <laughs> but even like that, and then like, you know, send it to my sister and stuff, whatever, I mean, like, we've gotten better at that now, whatever, but it's just like, it, it was interesting to me that it was easier for me to say it to a stranger and for a stranger to reciprocate it than it was for my own family. Yeah. No, yeah. yeah, I mean, so it's... So that brings me to this new segment that we've got. <laughs> yes, sir. Okay. It's called Do You Know How? Hit it! Do you know how? That's how that goes. Okay. <laughs> we might have to change that. That's that. fine. We can change it at some whatever point. So, do you know how to fight? Physically? I'm from the project. Yeah, I know how to fight. You can answer that in whatever question in whatever way you want to, but I mean... I you, just answered it yeah, in the way I want to. I, I, I know, and I, I get that. Yeah. So, um, basically, do you know how to fight? Do you know how to fight in a... Do you know how to fight... In a argumentative relationship way, you know how to fight in a physitive. A physitive? Physitive! Uh, I don't know what that word is. You know how to fight a in a physical, combative type of way to defend yourself if you had to. I'm not saying with your partner, but that, that, that's another. We're, not, we're not, certainly not talking yeah, or yeah. about advocating no, no. about it. But I'm saying, but like, like what you were saying, but, but the, my, my initial question with that was just. Do you know how to fight? Because most people don't know how to fight fair in a relationship, or even just with things that they. Maybe oh, fighting fair, okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I can tell you one I thing that I, I learned. Is it my question? Or is it your question? Okay, my right? bad. Yeah, I I, I thought you was gonna take a minute to think, but because you you got one already, we just gonna let you roll with it. My bad. Go ahead. All right. Tell us. Tell the people what you. I ain't learned shit. Go ahead. I ain't learned nothing. I ain't learned nothing. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was. I was just gonna say. I think knowing knowing how to fight fair in a relationship. Um, I think it's a choice. Um, you know what to say to get shit volatile. Like, you know exactly what to, like, you know what, exactly what words have, like, venom and acid on them. And I think it's your choice not to use them. And I think it's, um, like, if you have the kind of emotional tools where you can express yourself um, in a way that gets the point across that doesn't completely offend who the person you're in a relationship with, I would suggest that's the approach to use 90% of the time. Um, 
very possible that 10% of the time, the person that you're in a relationship deserves that thing, and you use it. I agree with that. And I think that what I was going to say, not what I think, what I know I was going to say, was that I think an example of me knowing how to fight fair is, you know how you'll be pissed off about something that happened earlier in your day? Or just, you had a shitty ass day, right? And you come home, or whatever, and it's like, you kind of get snappy. But the thing is, is that when your partner knows that they ain't did shit for you to be snappy at them about, <laughs> and they kind of give you that neck roll back, and it's like, oh, so we both gonna be doing this together, and it's like, my bad. Like you kind of realize, like okay, like like it makes you check yourself. Of I was pissy about something else that happened to me, and you came in, and and maybe it was just maybe you kissed me point two five seconds, like like less than what should have happened when you came through the door, and I took it some type of way, and instead of like it being like you know what I had a shitty day, and it's just me, it's. Like, what you doing? Why are you acting like that? And so when the other person, like, like just knowing when it's called for and being able to recognize when it's called for, when you get checked back, when you try to, like, step out there with your neck roll and everything and be like, hold on, wait a minute. And it's like, no, 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 I didn't do that to you. So whatever it is you got going on, check that and come back and see me again. And then it's like, all right, you're right. My bad. I stepped out there. That was my bad. <laughs> that's so funny because I feel like that's like such a diet problem in a relationship. <laughs> it's, it's a diet problem? Yeah, it's like, <laughs> what do you mean? like it's got like stevia or nutri- like some equal package. <laughs> I'm like, not saying like that... it has to be like a huge problem. I'm just no, saying no, no, that I, was for no, me. No, no, no. Like yeah, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like no, it was I, one of those silly things of just understanding that like because it was something that happened recently and I was like, I think I said something to you and you was like, yeah, first of all, blah, blah, blah. And this is why I got quiet on you because you did this. And, this. <laughs> and I was like, oh shit, my bad. Like, like it's, it's literally like, when you can't say shit, like when a person kisses you and it just be like, because you, you think you, you think you standing up in your shit and you like, yo, look here. This is the reason why I was salty with you and you did this, this, and this and you're going to treat me right and you're going to talk to me right and it's like, First, the fucking all, you need to calm the fuck down <laughs> because what you did was not called for. And when you said X Y Z in your text, that's when I shut down and I said, "Fine, I'll see you when I get home." Uh, and I ain't got uh, you see, you know what I'm talking about. So it's like it's like when you be like, "Oh, I know shit. what you're talking you're like, about." Oh, okay. damn! Like so, it's like you just realize like it was it was something that happened in your day that wasn't. <laughs> I related not, to that person. Yeah, but I, was, I was not here for that. I was just like, wait, wait. <laughs> he, was, he wasn't here for it, and I thought somebody was going to be sleeping on the couch that night. <laughs> and we ain't never slept on no couches. Like, it, it'd be like, what I was like, you sleep on your side, I sleep on my side, just don't touch me. But we sleeping in the same bed. I even kiss you, fuck up sleep, but it's like, like you sleeping in this bed. But I thought I thought that night it was going to be one of those, like, okay, you sleep on your, you sleep on, you sleeping on the couch. And it was one of those, like, okay, well, my bad, I messed up, alright, 
I see you. <laughs> no, I mean, I think another thing that you have to do is... I don't know, I mean, these are kind of like hood rules that you translate to a relationship, right? Like, so essentially when you squash a beef, it's squashed, right? So, like, if we fight it out, or you was talking shit and I punch you in the face, and you don't do nothing, it's done, right? <laughs> Like not physically. Fight. No, 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 I mean, but we some other hood rules. So yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's just like, yeah, if we squash it, squash, right? Like, I still might have an attitude, right? I still might be upset, but it's my accountability, so to speak, and I have the emotional tools to be to differentiate the difference between residual pissed offness and. Hot off the fucking presses, pissed off. It's, right, right, right. It's very different, right? And you just sometimes have to with residual, residual. Excuse me. Um, residual. Pissed off. Residual. Um, no, I think you can just. I mean, take one of his showers or whatever. Right? That he keeps talking about the pool. Yeah, it's like <laughs> a damn shower. It's just no, I mean, good, no. Right? You can you can relax. You can chill. You. I mean, it, 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 I don't know. To me, it's a, it's a choice to be mature, right? It's a choice to be intellectually consistent, right? So if you say, to the best of your ability, and I am so guilty of this, right? He'll, I'll be acting very different. He'll be like, what's wrong? Nothing, right? And if you answer like that, nothing. <laughs> what you expect me to do next? You expect me to still exactly. be inquiring? No, exactly. You want me to shut that's, down? That, that's the fucking problem, right? Because when you <laughs> respond like that, now you need to be intellectually consistent with how the fuck you responded, right? Yep. So no matter, no, like, no, it doesn't, unless you want to kind of like fess up to something was actually wrong with you. And often when you're in a relationship, whatever's wrong with you is because the person who's asking you did that shit. And you don't feel like talking about it, right? So you're just like, nothing's wrong. So you either you are either going to have to address what's wrong, or you're gonna have to shut shut the fuck up and act normal, right? <laughs> like that's it. It's really hard to do that, but if you want to be intellectually and emotionally consistent, that's what you have to do. Tell the truth and speak up, or shut up and act right. Do one or the other. You can't be you can't be in between with it. And like I said, I. I'm very guilty at that, but I mean, there's ways that I mean you can you you can respond like you not fine. I mean, you can I'll be okay, but I don't know how I feel, right? Or I feel like something's up, right? And then you can say I don't feel like talking about it, right? And then you can figure out a way around it. But I think when you shut down the conversation and if you when the person is trying to inquire and trying to be mature and to figure out what's wrong, if they did something, what's going on. You owe it to them to have that conversation. Okay, I don't not, know if you owe no, it no, to no, them. No, 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 listen. Not not even in that moment, but I'm <laughs> saying you owe it to them. If, if they're genuinely inquiring about what did I do to make you feel this way. Yeah. Three is the magic number, as people say. So it's like, if I ask you three times, and you might not even get three asks, depending on the person. 
But if I or asked you, depending on how that person feels in it, that moment, exactly. If you've been giving them fucking attitude for the past twelve hours, they might ask you once, one time, and, and, that's, and that's it. it. It's done. <laughs> that one time count is three. Like you better keep that bitch because like it's not been happening. Like no, know. if you've been giving them attitude for twelve hours, that one time is a courtesy. That's what I'm saying. It's okay. like I, I didn't have to ask you this at that point. And I'll say that like that's what I was like raising my finger for or whatever. But I think that that's something that you picked up from like couples therapy that I like is that you're able to say no I'm not fine but I'll be okay I'm not okay I can't figure out what it is and I don't want to talk about it right now give me a minute I just need some time by myself or it has nothing to do with you and I don't want to take it out on you etc it's just the fact that you've been able to really tap in and to see what is it that's bothering me and to compartmentalize and say that it's not you or it is you but I just don't want to I don't want to aggravate the situation and talk about it more right now it's it's you and I'm pissed off with you I'm on a Saturday I'm not trying to kill my weekend it's you I'm pissed (laughs) off with you it's Saturday and this is a really like we we count Friday as the weekend but it's like no I had to work all fucking day and by the time I get off I'm going somewhere to get drunk and then Saturday when I wake up, it's almost gone. So it's like you really just have Saturday evening and then Sunday morning. So you really got one day to yourself when you think about it. I didn't mean to bring it to you that yeah, way. Exactly. Isn't that horrible? <laughs> no, you're fine. Like, like it, <laughs> oh my goodness. You're going you gonna to you you take it personal. I wasn't saying it like that. I wasn't coming for you. I was just saying like it so, was. So you know what's really interesting, right? Um, you can talk to the people while I go pee. So, <laughs> we were just talking about, do you know how to fight air? Um, and sometimes you know how to fight air <laughs> than your partner. Um, <laughs> what? Um, <laughs> so, we were in one of the first kind of like attempts of us trying to do this. Um, I mean, first of all, to put a disclaimer out there, I, this in his show was CJ's idea. I'm along for the ride. I don't necessarily think I'm that interesting. I wasn't exactly sure if people, which I also kind of didn't necessarily care about, <laughs> people, uh, or if I would resonate with people necessarily, or if people were kind of like, be interested in what I have to say. Um, so I think one of the first videos that we tried, I was trying to approach it kind of like energetic in a way that I feel, felt like I would want to see. I don't want to see somebody kind of like chilling on the couch just having a conversation. Um, but that that's just me, right? That's just what I was thinking. Um, and that was apparently not so much and so what on. he was thinking. And so um, on. Yeah, no, he, like, I, I approached it mad energetic. I was like, I had my face kind of like in the camera. I was trying to be present in that moment. And he was like, I don't know why you He was to like this. He was like, look here. Like, I don't know what why you're trying to put on. Boom, boom, boom. This was like this right here. That was put it on. But I'll let him go in because he's on time. Go ahead. My bad. 
That's kind of funny because he was like low key insulting me. Right? <laughs> right? That that's kind of how it felt. Uh, I was not insulting you. Mean I insulted just then or then or before? I think both, right? No, just I was not the, you. I didn't hate you. But it wasn't like, oh, you putting on, ha ha ha, kind of, oh, like joking, but maybe you need to turn it down, like tone it down a bit. Like he paused it, and we had to do it again. And in that intermission, um, he was just like, "I don't know why you putting on. Just be you." Well, and was like, it was I just was like, like my hand or what is you talking? "Really, nigga? Like I can't show different facets of who I am as a person. Like I need to immediately conform to how you want me to be." Like, okay, all right, all right, I got you, I got you. Mm-hmm. We are keeping all yeah. of that right there. All those footages is being kept just for that. Yeah, alright. <laughs> so that's why I'm sitting here, all the way back. You can barely see my eyes, but it's cool. No, get closer so they can see around my eyes. How beautiful they are. Okay, so we asked the question of do you know how to fight there? Do you know how to be loved? <laughs> Sorry, that question was so boring. That question was so boring. Do you know to be loved? <laughs> Sorry, my bad. Excuse me. Let's move on to one that's more interesting. You know how crazy you are. I think so. You think you know how crazy you are? Yes. How do you know how crazy you are? That, that, that's the follow-up question. I don't have answers to these myself. So I, I, I think I have a good sense of what the range of kind of normal behavior is, and I'm pretty self-aware to know when I fall outside of that range. So anything for me outside of that range is potentially being perceived as crazy by other people. I think that's a good way of that. I think that's a very good, like, uh, clinical definition of crazy. (laughs) (laughs) That's what that sounds like to me. Um, I'm Robert the Scientist. (laughs) Yeah, Robert the Scientist like Mariah. It relate to what's the relationship between Spider-Man, the young black guy, and his black father. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it was so nice to see that on TV. Um, this big, strong black man as a cop. Yeah. With his adolescent son, who's like almost a genius. Um, the father just thinks he's going through puberty, so his son is weird. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> But he just so happens to be, like, got bit by the spider, and he, like, became Spider-Man, so he's, like, extra weird on top of going through puberty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I could see that. Ah, I see a lot of different... No, movies. like, the, I mean, no, the dad in the movie is just... You know, I see a lot of metaphors and, in that, 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 like, that I didn't realize before, but, yeah. You know, and just how much the son loved his dad. And how much the yeah, dad loved yeah. his son. Um, but, I like the, I but, like the relationship that they displayed. Yeah, and I think um, you know we don't see that on TV a lot. Um, and I personally get yeah, yeah. We, I mean, we don't see that. <laughs> we don't see that on TV <laughs> or in films because that was a movie. Yeah, right? I mean, yeah, it was on a TV. Um, no, no. I mean, for me, since I didn't have that, yeah. I think it was, and I kind of, I mean, I have male role models in my life, but I didn't have. Um, a dad who was in my life and that I had a relationship like that with. Um, 
so yeah, like for me, it was just really lovely to see. And it was just lovely to see um, young black men from my city having that yeah. as an experience. Um, none of the guys I knew growing up had their dads around. Even his uncle in the you know, film so, or whatever. Like, yeah, his uncle. Like, I mean, his uncle just so happened to be like one of the, the, the bad guys. Yeah. But it was just the fact that, <laughs> but, like, but the fact that they like even when they show like the the, the, the different yeah, sex or whatever, yeah. like how he had that relationship. So it was like this was a black male that had a, a young black, black male that had, had uh, like he, black exactly figures that was like in his life. Right? Yeah, uh, and before he knew his uncle was a villain, his uncle was such a positive influence in his life. His uncle kind of allowed him to be creative and allowed him to be himself when his dad wanted him to be like straight. Like, so, right? so, um, no, like that's what stood out for me in that movie. Right? So every like kind of black parent that I've spoken to, which is not many here in Bangkok, um, <laughs> I told them that they had to watch the movie yeah. with their kids. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's something I was gonna say about that um on that film. Um hold on, please. It comes up for me. I think knowing how to I don't know, I think it's so difficult. I think it's almost like well, I think I'm not a parent. I it's only it's almost how I would imagine parenting to be is like some days you feel like you're kicking ass and other days you just feel like you're failing. Ah, okay, <laughs> okay. okay yeah. You just feel like it's... I can get that. Um, I can get that. Yeah, I mean, it's really... People are just so fucking complicated and I think deciding to be with another person and kind of understanding that the other person is by default going to be as complicated, if not more complicated than you. Um, always finding yourselves on the same page is impossible, right? But when you're not on the same page, it feels like you're doing something wrong. So, yeah, you, 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 I do know how to love and I do know how to be loved, but I don't think I always succeed at it all the time. Very fair. I think that's very fair. Um, I think that it's always things that we can do as individuals to improve ourselves or whatever, to, you know, in different ways or whatever. Um, I think that it mostly with the love or whatever does stand back to how you were raised. Like, naturally, like with anything, like, you know, like if you were taught that showing emotions was soft and it being soft was a bad thing. And then you didn't want to do anything that was bad, so that was negative in your mind. Like it was, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. I, that that'll be your default reaction, probably. Yeah. Um, but I think for the vast majority of people, you have some sort of insecurity, right? Yeah. And when you're kind of spiraling spiraling down in your insecurities um, or at least for me you 
for lack of a better term, don't feel deserving of love in that moment, right? Yeah, so you push it away. And it's even when you're in a long term relationship, and even when you know somebody loves you, you'll make up reasons for why they don't or for why they should. Yeah. Right? And you'll rationalize them to yourself. Um, and I think being being loved is difficult because it's vulnerable. And it's not just vulnerable, it's brave all at the same time, right? It's complicated. Um, right? Like it's, yeah, yeah it's, uh, I, I know I experience that sometimes. It's, uh, when I feel like shit, when I'm kind of like beating up on myself because I am not rising to my own expectations. I'm, I'm not open to that. I'm not open to being, I'm not open to receiving that affection that you're trying to give me. And it's not because I don't love you, it's because I'm not loving myself. Right. And I can't accept that. Right. I, I just, it's not coming in. And I think that that's like a big part of what people say, like, like just the, the whole cliche of how can you love somebody else if you don't love yourself? And I think that it's just, how can you, I think that the reverse of that and what people should have an understanding is not how can you love someone else, because I think it's easy for you to place the love that you should have for yourself onto someone else. Yeah, that projection is super I, I easy. Feel, I feel like that's easy. Yeah. I feel like the hard part is how you receive love if you yeah. don't know how to love yourself. Yeah. And so that that's where what, what you're saying comes into play. And I get that. I mean, I've been there before and... I feel that way sometimes, you know, even today with my depression or whatever. It's just like it's those things like like when you seem to be really accepting and really accommodating and really just getting in, it's like it's Wednesday and we should be cooking instead of ordering out. But it's like you wanna break all the rules and it's like I wanna get you a double cheeseburger with bacon and I wanna get you a couple of slices of pizza that's gonna be the best slices of pizza and I wanna get you fried shrimp and I wanna get you fish and chips. And I want to get you a slice of cake and a strawberry fancy if that makes you happy in the moment. And it's like, no, I'm not having any of that stuff right now. And I understand why you're trying to do that for me. But it's, yeah, like, it, it's just, it's, like, I appreciate it. Like, especially being on this side of it and being in a good space to be able to see it. But it's, yeah, I think that that's, the part that a lot of people have a hard part with is that how you're able to give that part of yourself to me and to make me happy, you can't accept the same thing in return. Uh, you know what? I have this deadline and I needed to work on this song and I needed to do this, but I'm willing to put all that aside right now and just to be in your company, just to be in your presence. If you just want to lay in bed for like the next eight hours and just watch TV, we can do that. But when you push me away, it's not easy because it's it's that conflict that you, you start to then fight into yourself of, I want to respect you and give you what you're asking for, but I also know that what you're asking for isn't what's best for you. It's, you want to be left alone, but I know that 
at the same time, you'll start to resent me because I left you alone. And it's like, I don't want you to resent me because I want to be with you. I think that's such a good point because <laughs> I... It's funny, I mean, like, I'm, I'm probably, like, the king of nuance, right? Like, you can never get a straight answer out of me. Um, <laughs> because I hear you say that, and now I feel like I understand you slightly better. Because there's points where I... I'm going through something, and it's all me, right? Whatever it is, it's all me. And usually usually it's because I'm depleted of all my giving, right? Like, I've, I've given... Like, all I could give in a certain week. And I kind of need at least one day in my week to kind of, like, recuperate and to kind of, like, get my shit back together. You talk, yeah. Like, um, but, like, I, would, I wouldn't I would resent you for actually, if I'm, uh, unless, uh, unless you really suspect that I'm not emotionally or physically aware enough to know what I need, if you can really kind of suspect that, then fine. But I don't think that's usually the case for me. So for me, it's kind of like, if I know that I need to kind of like take a break, unless I ask you to like come join me, I don't expect you to. So I'm not going to resent you for not doing it. I'm just going to, I'm just going to be thinking like, that's your own shit. Right. Like, <laughs> it's like I'm not. No, it's yeah. like I'm because I I know that unless I'm really falling apart or something, right? Like it's about me. It's about what I need. Yeah. So I'm gonna do what I need, and I know that what I need is not always gonna be what you need. So yeah. I also want you to do what you need. I think where the conflict comes in is that when I feel like I have to be alone, but you feel like you need me. Okay. A different kind of conflict, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, because we have very different impulses, right? Like, I'm, like, if we were cats, for example, I'm the cat that goes in the corner and dies by himself. Yeah. You're the cat that comes to your parents and to mm-hmm. your, like, I want to see you before I and, go. And, like, like, you yeah. need to put on a show almost, right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> for you, it's going to be... I need to like, do the most. It's going to be, like, a huge thing for you to die. For me, Whoa, it is I don't me. want anybody to know. <laughs> no, like, I don't, want, I don't want anybody to know. So, like, my coping is to kind of, like, get my shit together by myself. Your coping is to get your shit together with me. And yeah. I think when we're in similar situations, that becomes a bit of a disconnect. And then that... Um, almost creates like an emotional fissure for like an entire week because on either end of this no matter kind of what happens one of us didn't get what we need Uh, and then one person feels whole while the other person doesn't Um, and then that becomes really tricky right I mean Now that you talk about it, you can recall times when it's happened. Yeah. Right? And you you know when it's off. Like, and you know when, like, both of y'all in a house together, in an apartment together, and it just feels like, oh, shit. <laughs> it just feels like, you it know, just feels like, like, like just walking like... No, it's just like, you stay <laughs> on your side, I'll stay on my side, because every time we see each other, it just feels weird. Right? Um... 
and you know when that happens and for us it's usually because of that right it's usually because um we're off right like one person might have what they need it what's even worse is neither of us have what we need and we can't get we can't, can't get right, eye right? Eye and, yeah you can't get right exactly um, no other way to put that yeah and that becomes really just irritating yeah um because you end up going in your respective sides right and both of you are right in your own feelings because if you feel it it's real um, but you're so we're not wearing this shirt no more <laughs> sorry go ahead continue. Alright. Um, so when you go in your respective corners and you feel kind of what you feel, um, it's really, I mean, because when the person that you always talk to about these things isn't accessible for that, the resolution is further away. <laughs> so you can have a while where it's just like tense. I have a question for you now that you put it that way, or now that you bring it up. How is it when there's conflict, but when the person that you speak to all the time about everything is who you're having a conflict with? Yeah, yeah, I know. Like, like, like <laughs> how, how, how is that when it's like, you are my source of reckoning? But right now, I just can't stand you. It's like, oh, if you could just go somewhere and just like an anvil, as as we've said before. Just drop an anvil. Just drop an anvil. Like, Um, no, I mean, I have no solution for that. No, 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 not a solution. But but, um, but how is is that feeling? What what do you feel inside? Like, if you could put it into words, how do you feel when you feel that way of, Yo, you were my peace, but now I feel X, Y, Z. What is that X, Y, Z thing? Full disclosure, um, say, say whatever it is. No, no, I'm not. First thing that comes to your head, like. No, it's two things uh, okay. for me. Um, it's angry and it's lonely. Okay. Uh, oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Because I think the anger comes in because you're not understanding how the other person cannot understand you. And you're expecting the other person to understand you so well up until this point that they would get where you're coming from, but they just don't get it. And that makes you really angry because it's reverberating in the rest of your life almost. Yeah. Um, and then it also makes you angry because you feel like you can't talk to anybody else about it because almost rarely can you find I might have a rational friend no I, I might have two okay. people max in my life yeah like one is in the best friend category and one is like somebody I work with now that would actually be able to give me rational even kills like who would be willing to say now you're going like you're fucking crazy right now you need to chill <laughs> like yeah or it, he didn't do anything wrong. You, this is what you did. Or, or yeah, he kind of responded in the wrong way, but maybe you shouldn't be taking this so serious. Like, wh- whatever, right? Like, I have maybe two people in my life right now other than you that would be able to provide me with that kind of advice. But yeah. even the two people I know that I would want to talk to know him. 
Right? So it, de- it it's depending on what it is that I would even want to talk to them about it. But it's not right? even about like them knowing me or anything like that. It's just the, having that outlet of somebody no, to be able to like, yeah. reel you in and to say that, you know what, you're going too far and it's not that serious. No, no, I mean, it, I, I, I really feel like it depends on your own comfortability with, I mean, because sometimes things happen in relationships that you don't, you want to kind of figure out how you really feel first before you bring it to somebody. I definitely get that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, so I, I'm, I'm talking about like almost like a situation of emotional kind of chaos, right? So first for me, it's anger. And then it's loneliness because it, and it links to that point, right? Because you're, you can't, you, you may or may not be able or you may or not feel safe to talk to somebody about it. And I'm not suggesting it's a situation of violence or it's a situation of trafficking. I mean, nothing extreme, yeah. right? You just might, like, I don't like shit that y'all used to do sexually. Like one person used to do some oral on another person a long time ago. It ain't happened no more. And then like your partner was just like, I don't like the way it tastes no more. And you just like, what? <laughs> like as an example, I mean, I have no, like, I'm just brainstorming here. Like, <laughs> You might not want to share that with your friend, right? Because you might not feel. I, mean, I give, I give it to you. Yeah, like, that's a, just a random ass. No, I mean, it's real. Just like, like it's, oh, I'm just talking about the head. <laughs> no, and it was just like, oh, we was having a threesome, and like she, like my wife was kissing the other girl, way different than what she kissed me, right? Like, she, like I don't know how she feel about that, and she's telling me that I'm crazy for feeling the way I feel. Or your husband was kissing the other guy. Yeah, yeah, I know. I'm, I'm just trying to make yeah. it not very I, I, incredibly yeah, yeah. specific to our yeah, relationship. Yeah, but, but, yeah. yeah. Or your wife was kissing the other girl. Like, wh- whatever situation or your wife yeah, was kissing. Whoever like, was kissing the other whatever. Like, it, it don't matter. I mean, in a situation like that, to where you might even bring it up, right? And yeah. the other person just isn't getting your perspective on the issue. And if it's possibly sensitive to your particular relationship and you don't know how you feel about it you might not feel safe with bringing that to even one of your closest friends yeah, yeah. right and you're gonna so that means that you sit on it for a while the person who you talk to all the time and your closest confidants like all of that's closed off right yeah. so you feel lonely yeah um yeah, it was really, I'm long-winded if you didn't know. No, that's fine. Uh, I, um, <laughs> I just had to explain. No, no, no I get that. I think, um, I think something I, I get with that is that, um, shit, you are long-winded. <laughs> I think you forget all your, huh? it's the second time. I just have to do like typing little notes real quick, like jotting down or whatever. Um, it, it wasn't that important. I guess it wasn't that important. <laughs> whatever you said, it was like, boom, stamped. No, I mean, um, I'm not any authority on anything. No, no, no. Um, um, Do you know how to love me? 
You you never answered the question. No, it's fine. You just have okay. a, you never answered like flipped it back to me. Yeah. I'm gonna go pee and then I'll answer when I come back. Nice evasive move. No, it's not an evasive move. I just gotta go. Pee. Sorry. He <laughs> asked the question. You never answered the question. Do you know how to love? Or do you know how to be loved? I do feel like I know how to love and be loved. Okay. And um. I feel like I know how to love and be loved, and I say that in the sense that from just my friendships and my relationships with my family, it's, I'm able to know what each person needs from me, and to supply that, and to just keep it moving, so to speak, or whatever, like, like not like in a good way, bad way, whatever, like it's... I know that some people just need an ear when they need to vent. And to them, that means the world. Like, so it, it's loving you in a way that is specific to you and not a what I deserve or what I, why, what I expect. And I take up, never mind deserve, what I expect. I don't give you what I expect. I give you what I feel so that you expect from me. And that just comes from being intuitive of trial and error. I was like, okay, well. <laughs> it's not intuitive, it's just trial and error. <laughs> no, 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 but I mean intuitive, like like where you kind of pick up on it and you know You're what, able what's to pick work. up and adjust. Yeah, well, like pick up and adjust, exactly. So it might not be intuitive, yeah. like whatever. But like if it's, hey, let me show up at your job and bring you lunch, or let me show up at your job and bring you flowers, and you're like, Fuck that. That's embarrassing. Get the fuck out of here. Like, don't, don't do that to me ever again. Like, it's. Don't work. Okay. I, 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 you got that. You adjusted a long time ago. <laughs> you, you How long have that? we been together? Long time. Goodness, exactly. A long time. Yes. Yeah. I'm not showing up at your job with anything. I'm not popping up on you. No pop ups here. I ain't even bringing you Popeyes. Like, no. <laughs> I work with a bunch of white people. Popeyes is something. Never mind the way I'm talking about. I'm just not. First of all, we ain't got no Popeyes here. No, we. I mean, we got Texas chicken. This oh, is the closest thing. Closest thing. No, so you're able to. I'm able to. I'm able to give love. In the way that people yeah. need it. I'm able to receive love in the sense that. I'm able to see other people's actions and their attempts at trying. Like, what you do, for me, that's rated on a 10 on anyone else's scale, might not, like, like just basically what you do for me, that, that that's rated on a 10 on someone else's scale, would be, I don't know, like a, a, a I don't want to say a 2, or like it could be like really low or whatever, but it's like, it, I'm able to, adjust, not adjust, but I'm able to see that you put this type of time and this effort into whatever, like, and, and it's not, it's not judging you based on anyone else, but based on your own caliber of what you've shown me. So if you show me that you're a last minute type of person and you 
give me a gift card from Best Buy because Best Buy was like literally off the freeway before you got to my house. Like, okay, fine. Like, I, I, I see you. I recognize you for what you are. I'm not discrediting you as a friend. It's just that I know that I don't expect you to be that friend that's going to be the one to take charge and say, I'm going to plan your bachelor party or I'm going to plan your 40th birthday party. Like, nah, that's not you. But I don't love you less than that. So I'm able to receive love from people based on where they are and their, I guess just to get where they are in their journey. And you got me here shivering. I'm cold. <laughs> well, Rick, you're here to Oh, you might start sweating. Um, no, I, I think it's actually interesting that the approach that you're taking to receiving and giving love is catered to the other person. So you, your capacity to provide love, I think, is probably more or less spot on, and it's, uh, you know, providing love based on the person that's receiving it. Mm-hmm. Um, but you don't do that with yourself. You, you receive it in a way that the provider is able to provide it versus how you need it. If that makes sense. Yeah, but that's yeah. that that that's me meeting everybody on their level though. Yeah. Because I, I kinda I, I I expect the same thing. And that's the thing that, that that's what's really hard about me is that I come at you with at least eighty percent. And I'm saying at least eighty percent with somebody straight out the gate that I really don't know but I took a liking to you. So it's like, I'm not putting all my eggs in one basket, but I'm going to give you a few of them eggs, and I'm banking on you to be a good person for me. But when I don't receive that back, okay, fine. I see you for who you are, and I, and, and, and I just meet you at that level. But what I need you to understand is that when you get the friendship that you get from me, when you get whatever relationship you have from me, it's genuine. It's never any BS or whatever. It's never any me trying to put on for you. It's, hey, oh my goodness, I felt like I just met my new BFF. If I felt like that in the moment, I'm saying it because that's what I felt. And that's not to say I'm going to feel that way in six months. And that's not me being phony or fake or anything. It's that it's just me acknowledging whatever it is that I'm feeling in the moment. And because I think that so many people are used to the pretentious and the fake that we perceive someone being genuine with us as being fucking fake. And so for me, it's not necessarily about me wanting to put you at that same 80% that I'm coming to you with. It's, I just need you to at least acknowledge that I'm giving you more than anybody else that you've probably dealt with that said they've been in your corner, they've been around with you, that's, that's giving you, you know what I'm saying? Like, like if it's, you tell me you got an event and I just met you on Thursday, you tell me you got, you got an event on Saturday and I'm showing it to your event, and I'm like, happy for you and everything, like you can't say that like, oh well, oh he was just trying to get clout, like what was I well, trying I think, to get? If well, I, well, no, no, I, I, I you, like. 
I think the I I certainly have a different end of it. I have ever different I mean first we're just generally very different people. Yeah. Um so I mean first I don't think there's anything wrong with you standing behind a hundred percent of what you need as the recipient of a survey, right? So, I mean, if somebody is providing you with love, mm-hmm. I think it's totally okay for you to stand behind whatever it is that you need. Uh, especially if you're doing your approach with tailoring how you interact with people, right? I think that's totally fair. Um, I mean, and on the last example for me, if I met you on Thursday, <laughs> You invited me to your party, which is on Saturday. I go to your party, yet you don't come to my party that may have been planned for a while. I immediately kind of know who you are. Oh, yeah. Like, for me, for me, there's no, almost no, I mean, there can be a second chance to reclassify yourself, but, like, that takes work, right? Because I put you in a certain category of acquaintance. Yeah. Which is not a friend. Uh, but I, I also thought it was interesting that you answered the question from a very different perspective. I answered the question from a very romantic relationship perspective, while you answered the question from a more of a friendship relationship perspective. Because, like, it's... For me, it's a thing of... We've been in this relationship for a while now, going on three years. And it's hard for me to really pick up and reflect on anything before us. Just because of and, and yeah, the, yeah. Uh, Hold on, Joe. <laughs> He's going to say, because I've been so horrible to him. He can't no, 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 no. no, no, no. It, it, it's not that. It, it's that I don't want to bring up anything before that because it's like, it's just, it's, it's just the legitimacy of the reality. And it's, I guess, boom. Flat out, full disclosure, I've got tattoos of names, and I don't have my husband's name on me, nor do I have a ring, nor, nor do me and my husband wear rings. But the thing is, is that knowing what those actions meant for me and me doing them versus their actual meanings, I think that we're able to, like, like we're able to have that understanding. So it's like, it's, yeah, you can have some, you can have an ex's name on you, but it's like that 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 lasted for X amount of months, X amount of years, and we've been together for this amount of time, and it's like I, I don't know, like like for I I think that I think that the way that I'll honor that situation with us will be to cover up those names, but. No, no, and it is because it's something that I want to do, but I don't think I'm going to like necessarily be like, oh, let me put your name on on me or whatever. It's just it's it's a yeah, it's a thing of what 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 makes more sense to us. Kind of like how neither one of us are in a position or or thinking about you know what I want this type of luggage or I want this type of these shoes or this this designer bag or this hat or whatever, 
but we still got student loans to get you paid off. Like just saying, like yeah. the fact that 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 we're more realistic and more honest about what makes more sense and our approach in things. And yeah, I mean, I, no, I mean, I think it's, I mean, just I don't own you. I don't own your body. I don't know. I don't own what's on your body, and I don't own what you do with your body. So oh, yeah, yeah. no, so it's <laughs> like you have. Tattoos of people's veins on your body. That's your business. Like, if you want to get them removed, get them removed. I mean, like, I'm not. I I don't care. Like, um, like I I know that they're there, but it's just like I. But they don't bother you. It's not like a psychological thing that you're like, oh, I can't get past this, and this is what makes me feel some type of way. No, I mean, you know what I mean. If you want to. Exit the relationship. That's your choice, right? Like it's like I don't think a name that's tattooed on your body is gonna like increase the likelihood of that. Like, I mean, if the if the person that you're married to is still in love with an ex that they have tattooed on their body, you have a deeper problem than the tattoo Completely. Right? So I, I mean, listen, completely. If if you want to get them covered, get them covered. If you don't want to get them covered, don't get them covered. Like if you want to do some shit. I mean, it's your body. It's not my body, right? right. Like, it, it's it's just bodily autonomy. You, and yeah, I mean, I just it's your right to do whatever you want to do with it, and I don't think that I should have an opinion on that. Now, I can say, like, if you got a bunch of piercings and you decided to tattoo your whole body, I can say, I don't like that, and I actually don't know what that would mean for. Relationship, I think that's that's just totally that's, yeah, that's like, in line. But I'm not going to tell you not to do something. Like, hey, this is yours. Yeah. You do whatever you want with it. You got to live with it. I know. <laughs> Divorce is legal in the United States. You tattoo every inch of your body and want to get a hundred piercings, and you want to be like a fucking lizard man. I don't think I can be completely transparent. Now, I don't think I can live with that. Just FYI, if you become a lizard. And I, I just want you to know that, and hopefully you can be okay with that. <laughs> can you understand that? I can understand that. Okay. <laughs> I can understand that, and I can accept that. Okay. That's fine. Yeah, I don't give a shit. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I, I get, nonetheless, like, going back to that quote question stuff, I get that he just doesn't answer it from a different perspective, and I think it's reflective of how different you are and experience it and how different you are as people. Thank you for having me perspective. I'm a Catholic. I like Catholics. <laughs> I don't know, it seemed obvious. I mean, it was obvious, but I'm saying, like, the, just the fact that, like, it's one of those things, like, like it's, I don't know, I, I guess I would call it a high moment, is being an herbalist. Yeah, and I mean, like, I, I wanted to answer it in a way that more people could relate to it. Okay. I want to answer it in a way that, that, like, it doesn't have to just be you and I, but also thinking about, I don't know, like, like it, it's, I try to just bring things into, like, a 360s perspective of what I live, what all that I've been through in life, and, like, and a lot of times, it's funny, 
I don't know why it always goes back to this one first moment, like back in probably like when I was like twenty one and rolling a joint and it not sticking together and putting honey on it and then putting it inside the oven, thinking it was going to like I thought it was gonna like crisp it together and like make it like a. You should have put it in the microwave. I don't, I don't know what I was, <laughs> but I thought the honey was going to like make it like a shell and like crisp. So I like, I, you're gonna eat it. No, I wasn't gonna. <laughs> no, I wasn't gonna eat it. It was just like he was I, making a crust. <laughs> I ro- I was rolling it, and I thought that okay, I'd be able to light it, and then like it would Let balance out. I just thought I thought it would basically be like dried out. I thought the honey was going to dry and become like like yeah. less sticky. But become hard and like a crusty, like yeah, yeah, like a scab or some shit, like cement. Which would yeah, and it would burn. Yeah. So I thought that would happen, and that was not the case. And so it's just like you got like this, huh? I said obviously. Obviously, <laughs> <laughs> you just got like this limp noodle that's just like there. You're like, so am I supposed to eat this? Or what do I do at this point? It's like because it won't light because it was like it was yeah. too sticky. It was yeah. it was horrible. So you just wasted that year. It was a waste. I don't know. I, I don't even know what happened with it. Like it just it was over, but yeah. Yeah. So, uh, stay in school. Reading is good. Reading uh, is good. <laughs> don't skip chemistry class because that shit is bad for the whole little experiment. Um, I'm not even gonna talk about how many people that were older than me that were around at the time that was doing like 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 when we were putting yeah, things out of it. It does not mean you know what you're doing exactly. <laughs> so kids, make sure the people that you are around goodness <laughs> know some please, shit. Like please, please learn some shit. Don't do what he did. <laughs> I was trying to find a word, but listen. <laughs> at this time, I did not have a smartphone, nor was there Google. To be able to like, you have fucking common sense. No, 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 listen. Honey infused joint. No, but what I'm saying is, is that there's no reason for any of y'all to be doing any of the fuckery that I did because you can Google anything you want to know. And if you can't find the answer to it, it's just because you was lazy and you didn't want to look for it. (laughs) I want to thank you guys for tuning in (laughs) for another episode of Be His and His Show. I am CJ, he is Rob, and we are his and his, and we'll I can see also you next speak time. for myself, my name is Rob, I'm one of the his, see you next time. Alright guys, we want to thank you for tuning in, I'm CJ, I'm Rob, and, and this, this is, is the his and his show, show. Uh, we'll see you next time. Deuces. <laughs> You threw him up, I have to say. I think that works. Okay.